Uh, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu told President Biden that Israel has no choice but to move forward with the ground operation in Gaza following unprecedented attacks by Hamas terrorists. Good for him. And Biden even saying anything is kind of like, that's funny, to tell you the truth. Um, what does Biden get to tell him? He's, he's asleep half the time. President Biden, come on, dude. Like, Biden's saying anything about this. What, what would he have to say? He doesn't know. He doesn't even know where he's at half the time. He gets his ass kicked by stairs. Let's just be honest about this. Biden telling Israel how to handle this, that's laughable at best. Biden is the last one to go to when consulting anybody about uh, military operations. He's the last dude to go to. And I, th I thought that was really funny. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. <laughs> and what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Dude, it is a beautiful, beautiful Monday morning here in Dallas, Texas. Josh isn't with me in the studio today. His uh, his kids are home from school, so it's just me again today. I know that disappoints you. I know you're looking forward to hearing from my beautiful heterosexual bearded Jewish life partner, Josh. <laughs> he's he's okay though. The kids are home from school. He's on daddy duty. Ah, uh, I do miss Josh. But at least the plumbing issues are done. Oh my gosh, there's there's so much to get to today, folks. And good lord, um. Where, where does one start? I've, I've been out of the office since Friday. We did the podcast Friday. The show was there. And then I had a hunting trip this weekend. Unfortunately, it didn't go so well. Um, I want to say hey to everybody that's all watching on, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Rumble, Facebook, YouTube, Kick, and now Twitter. Appreciate you guys being here today. Um, Friday, I, I had to take off early. I went to go and do my hunting trip and went down there. It's like a four-hour drive. I was running on no sleep, and it's Saturday morning. We're in the stand, you know, again, no sleep. And you're sitting there, and it's the feeder goes off, and this beautiful six-point just comes walking out. And the feeder's going to go off again at 745. So the six-point walks out. I've hunted this ranch for the last three years, and I know they have bigger bucks out there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to let them go see what happens at 745 745 shows up and nothing happens no movement nothing so that, that's just my luck but i will say it's not entirely my fault one of our friends jinxed us he jinxed us but i know you don't really care about that i know you want to hear about the news which i understand as well i was supposed to be on austin peterson's show this morning and i am now throwing myself at the mercy of the public court and saying i am sorry i actually slept through my alarm and Austin invited me on the show this morning on his Rumble channel to, and it's AP4 Liberty on Twitter. He's a very, very intelligent libertarian, ran for presidential candidate back in 2016, really like where he stood and stands on a lot of issues out there. But he invited me on a show. Well, I've been fighting the sinus infection. It's gotten worse. Um, just feeling like complete trash. So I took two rack out gummies last night. That's from shellshockcbd.com. If you're not, if you're not, Familiar with the company. It's our company. We launched it in 2019, and it's it's insanely potent. The gummies will knock you out. Well, due to the congestion in my head, I keep waking up, and it's like I need to just get a good night's sleep. After the hunting trip, I'm rolling on fumes, 
And I'm trying to keep track of everything that's going on in the news, everything that's going on between Israel and Hamas slash Palestine, Palestine, whatever you want to call it. And I took two gummies last night because I just really wanted to knock myself the hell out. And I did. I did. And I woke up at like 930 and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I missed Austin's show. Austin, if you're listening, he listens to the show sometimes. I am sorry. I, I sent him text messages. I apologize profusely. I do not like being that guy. I hate when someone says they're going to commit to something and then they back out or they don't give you any heads up. I am so terribly sorry. I, I love him. He's a great man. Good dude. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, I kind of I screwed the pooch on that one. So I'm sorry, Austin. Uh, if you have me back on, I'd love to come. And I don't blame you. He, he said he forgave me. So, <clears throat> but anyway. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. We've got the Zero Nootropic that comes out now. It's $20. we got the Mushroom 10X uh, for uh, $20 as well. Supercharger Health for the Power Synergy of 10 Potent Mushroom Extracts. That just launched last week on the site, ShellshockCBD.com. Uh, bringing back the Halloween Booberry Bomb Drops at CBD Oil. Um, at least spiked it. Oh, shut up, Brenda. <laughs> no, don't do that to me. Don't make me feel bad. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, I got back to Austin. I returned his his Texas email, and I said, look, I'm sorry. This is the reason why, and he understood. I didn't get that from Spike's management, so it's not the same. Nice try. And for those that don't know, I'm, I'm reading from the Kick Chat or Rumble Chat as well. Uh, drink some Frontier Coffee. We've got the Hemp Teas available, $15.99 on clearance, $14.99, excuse me. And then if you refer a friend, if you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan of the uh, the products that we have, again, everything comes with third-party testing and is 100% money-back guarantee. 100% money-back guarantee on all of our products. If it doesn't work for you, we will refund your money 100%, no questions asked. How many other companies out there actually offer that? Been in business in 2019. We've done insanely well for ourselves, and we're very grateful and blessed to have everybody here. If Austin texts me during the show, I'll let you guys know. He texted me already. He said he's, he's forgiven me. I was like, well, thank you. So I felt bad for that. I really did. I really did. <laughs> it was my bad. It was sincerely my bad. Like I said, I don't like being that guy. I don't like being that guy. But all right. If you've been watching the news, I think in the tree stand waiting for the deers to show up. A nice little merry deers. Bro, my phone is just blowing up. I'm watching what's going on in Israel. Um, it's, it's sad to see what has happened over there. Now, before we get into this, I'm going to try and make my position known in the best articulate manner I can so as not to be confusing. So let me start off with this. Do I believe that America should get involved with what's going on between Israel and Hamas? And the answer to that is no. Absolutely not. American intervention is not warranted here. They are our allies, but Israel is more than capable of defending themselves. My God, they've been doing it since the dawn of time. This does not require American interventionism. Now, for those that say it does and then stand against the war in Ukraine, the only differential they can make right there is that Israel is an actual ally. Well, being an ally is fine. It's great. Don't get me wrong on that. But that being said, it doesn't mean that you're instantly going to provide troops. In fact, if you do look at Ukraine, what was the first thing we provided? Military aid, funding, stuff like that. But also, Israel is given almost $3 billion a year from the United States. $3 billion. Now, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot, but we do have problems here in America that warrant, say, that money. A border, a southern open border. And if what has happened in Israel 
has not restoked the fires of debate regarding that open border as you've seen what Hamas did. If you think the southern border, it's just illegal Mexicans coming across, I've got news for you. That's not true. They've been coming across for the longest time. They said they find people from China, Guatemala, all over the world, folks. Now, unless you're wanting a repeat of 9-11, that border needs to be closed. <laughs> I, I loved, I saw Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Vivek, Vivek Ramaswampy. He, he always tries to be different. This guy is such just a clown. He tries to be different. So everybody's talking about the southern border. Everybody's talking about how big of an issue this is. And they're right. They are justified. This is not one of those issues that Republicans are just in far left field on or right field, whichever field you want to talk about. They're dead on the money. The border must be secured and an economic sanction must be applied to states that refuse to adhere to this. Why? Because you can build the border wall. They're going to tunnel out under it. They're going to go over it. They'll, they'll figure out ways. There has to be an, an, an economic, uh, I can't talk it. I'm still like doped out of my mind from the rack of gummies, an economic approach of penalizing businesses that deal with this kind of stuff. But until you have that, yes, a border wall will do some good. I'm not saying it won't, but it's not going to be the most effective means of trying to combat this. But it does need to have happen. It does need to, it, you know, border security does need to be beefed up. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy, what does he do? Runs up to Canada. He goes up to Canada to, and talks about, he's like, I'm literally crossing the stream and I can walk across the border. Okay, but that's not where the majority of people are coming from. I get what he's saying. But look, just trying to be different. I mean, come on, dude. Really? Nobody's talking about the Canadian border. Do we see a lot of people coming in? Not really. It's the southern border. Why? Because we basically, the, the Joe Biden and the rest of them, they put up this massive billboard saying, hey, America is open for business. And what happened? Everybody and their mom packed up their stuff and they pulled a kid rock. Well, I'm going to pack up my script and head out west, baby. And that's what they did. I mean, here's the other part, though. I don't blame them. I honestly can't. What would you do in their position? But does that justify coming across illegally? Absolutely not. So I understand the incentivization to want to come to America. Why wouldn't they? It's a great country. We have a lot of great things going for us that liberals are trying to screw up. But the means of how they're trying to get here and cross are illegal. I cannot support that. So I don't hate immigrants. I don't hate people like that. But the left tries to paint the right in that you just don't like Mexicans. That's not true. Their food is amazing. <laughs> the food is amazing. I'm just going to say, no, let's be honest. We talk about stereotypes originating from a kernel of truth. Mexican people are some of the hardest workers out there. They really are. I've worked around these people. So I did, I did road construction when I was younger, a surveyor, surveyor training rather. And these dudes are out there just busting it all day for meager wages. But then you can get into the freemanism of why illegal immigration is great for small businesses, but it is also a violation of human rights. There's a lot that, that goes into that. But Vivek goes up there to the Canadian border, and he's just like, yeah, check it out. Yeah, Canadian border. Nobody cares, Vivek. Like, just stop. After the second debates, he just got shredded, and it was just kind of pathetic after that. But anyway, all right. I was watching everything happening and unfold, and what happened in Israel is just, it's, you know, it's sad either way. Israel, it's sad either way. But right now, I think the newest report is up to 1,200 have been murdered. Uh, this also includes Americans. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna like what I have to say on this one, folks. You're you're really not gonna like what I have to say on this one. Okay. You go to Israel to attend a peace conference or a peace concert raid, whatever you want to talk about. 
You know these attacks happen every so often. You know that they've been at war for a very long time. Islamic terrorism is just, it's rampant over there. Did you not think there might be a little bit of a target on your back? Okay, fair enough. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you just thought, yeah, there hasn't been an attack in like a year or so, whatever the case. Okay. I mean, I think Americans by and large tend to forget what it's like to live outside the safety bubble of America and fail to understand and grasp the realities that a lot of Israelis slash Palestinians face on the daily. I think they forget that. Maybe that's just me. But anyway, that's where I stand on that. It's it's like, I don't know. But I love that in on Twitter. Twitter is just the it's the greatest app out there for getting the, the best and worst hot takes of any situation that's currently going on. And we're going to read some of them. And, you know, as can be thought, the squad comes out there in full support of Hamas, a terrorist organization. And I love how people say that you know Hamas doesn't represent Palestine. In polls, Ham- Palestine overwhelmingly at 51, 53 percent has supported Hamas. So while I will say that there are Palestinians that live there that do not support Hamas, there's a good chunk of them that do. Now, what kind of position does that put the peaceful ones in? A sad reality is if that's what the majority of your country is standing upon and the attacks are being launched by them, you need to leave because there's no changing that. And that number is not going to shrink. That number is only going to increase. Terrorism has a way of doing that. Islamic terrorists have a way of convincing other people, whether it be through persuasion, through the Quran, or at gunpoint. That's just kind of what they do. That's who they are. They're good at it. They've been doing it for a very long time. But far be it from John to weigh in with anything, because I, I love how people are talking about, like, all the hot takes. It's like, you know, everybody, suddenly everybody's such a foreign policy expert on Israel versus Hamas or Israel versus Palestine. It's like, do you think Congress is any different? Do you really think Congress is any different? They're not. They're really not. Some of the takes I've been seeing from some of our congressional representatives have been truly eye-opening. And there's a lot of uh, Hamas apologists out there. A lot of Hamas apologists. And it's evident. Everything they say, it's evident. And oh, the conspiracy theorists, good Lord. It's crazy. Iran's getting involved in this. Joe Biden sent, what was it, $6 billion to Iran. Iran's back in this. And there's there's a lot to get to, you know. And, and people don't understand the history of Israel, Palestine, all this. This this goes back to biblical times, folks. This goes back to biblical times. People are going to try, and this is where, and where's where I stand on this one, it's I don't care. None of my business. Israel, they're our ally. They're in the Bible. People will sit there and say the Bible doesn't quote the actual land of Israel. It's the 12 tribes of Benjamin, the Israelis there. But then you talk about the kingdom of Judea. If you go look back at the history, it's just back and forth, back and forth. So people, what they're going to do to defend their position is quote a certain period throughout the history and say, this is when it actually started. No, this is when it actually started. No, it's been going on the entire time. This has been a nonstop issue. People can quote the 60-day war. I mean, there, there's a lot of different things you can quote on either side attacking the other. So say like Israel, Hamas attacks Israel. The Palestinians are over there saying, well, that's because, you know, Israel, apartheid state, genocide, yada, yada, yada. Israel says we're attacking because they attacked us. And that's what it turns into. It's the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's all. It's, it's pretty much it. Now, people disagree with that. But folks, I encourage you, go do your, go do your history on this one. Go study it. Go look at it. 
This is just a conflict that if America gets involved again, this could be another forever war. And this one will be a forever war. You thought Iraq and Afghanistan were bad. No. This is not something that we need to interject ourselves in, as well as not dictate to Israel like leftists like to do on how to fight this war. Now, here's the reason why I'm backing Israel. Oh, John's a freaking Jew lover. Okay, goy. That's what they do. It's it's what they do on Twitter, the Groypers and those bunch of freaking keyboard nerds out there. That's what they do. Everything's everything's a goyim. And the anti-Semitism that has come from the right on this one has been really eye-opening. I don't care if people hate me or not. The anti-Semitism and some of these people, some of these influencers that they're spitting out there, just say you hate Jews. And you know what? Fine. Okay. I can at least, at least I can respect you enough for taking a good position on, not a good, but a you actually take a position. But instead, what they do is, it's conspiracy theorism rooted in the fact that they're saying that Israel staged this as a planned attack because of the Iron Dome, the CIA, Mossad. How did they not see this coming? Well, fair enough. You know, I will give your concern a good, a, 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 fair enough, because you know why? 9-11, things such as this. These conspiracy theories do need to be addressed in a sense of let's at least explore this just so we can intend just to rule it out. But what I don't understand is if you were sitting there saying that, how could they not catch this? This was an Iran-backed attack. Operational security within terrorist organizations is extremely good. you got to have people on the inside, and sometimes you don't. Case in point, how many times does Israel get attacked and they have no idea it's coming? Palestine, same. They're not going to flag every single operation. And anybody that has any military experience, my God, how many veterans do we have in the chat? You think with the level of intelligence that we have out there, we'd be able to foresee everything thrown at us? Not necessarily. Hopefully, that's the reason we have them, but they also fail a lot of the times. But if that's the theory as to which your conspiracy theorism revolves around, that's pretty pale. That's pretty pale. But far be it from me. But the thing that I do like, though, is the conspiracy theorists out there that are using this as a guise to wrap around their anti-Semitism. If you don't like Jewish people, just say it. Don't sit there and try and play both sides on this and cloak your anti-Semitism, your hatred of Jews, in conspiracy theorism. The Jews are doing it just to get more power. Really? They've went in to rescue single friggin' Israeli soldiers. You're doing this for more power from who? They already get $3 billion a year from us. You think they're going to get more? I don't think so. I hope not. They shouldn't. You think Israel would really, honestly, drop their defenses? And also, it was on the holy day, and Hamas took advantage of that. They were flying in under the radar. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think they use those types of parachutes and stuff? Which I thought was ironic, because now they actually have more airborne combat experience than half the American military. <laughs> Oh, it's horrible to say. All right, let's get to the news, folks. There's just, it's just, it's just, you know, when anything time, anytime Israel and Hamas comes up, there's always both sides to this. Mia Khalifa, prostitute out large out there, you know, she talks about she was supporting Hamas, and this is well, they don't represent the majority of Palestine. Yes, they do. Actually, they do. Yeah. Uh, I do want to brief the people that uh, Uta Reimer, friend of the show, um, PPU Jew, he's got family over there. They're all okay. Checked on him. He's doing good. Uh, well, I shouldn't say he's doing good, but his family is okay. I can only imagine what it's like to have family over in a, an area like that and have to worry about their safety. Cory Booker out of New York. Good old Cory. He was in Israel when it happened, and now he's suddenly pro-Israel. <laughs> you got to love that. 
You gotta love. And that's it, it just proves the point, folks. Liberals will care when it directly impacts them. So when Cory Booker gets out there and he talks about the scared looks on people's faces, yeah, everything he saw, well, then it's suddenly the reality of the situation, the gravity of the situation suddenly bites you in the ass. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe we should. Maybe I don't know. And then they care. We'll say. Let's get into the news, folks. Live updates. Israel orders a complete siege of Gaza Strip following Hamas terror attack. We knew this was coming. Netanyahu briefed all of Gaza, said, get out of there. Now, this is what I love. This is the distinction between the left and the right on this, on this topic versus Israel versus Hamas. Hamas comes in and they attack men, women, and children. If you've not seen the videos, they're pretty grotesque. Folks, this is the nature of war. There are no rules. There's none. And that's why I feel like America needs to stay out of this because I do believe Israel will fight this the way it should be fought. No mercy. And you go in there and you obliterate them. That's the only way. When it comes to Islamic extremists, Muslim terrorists, the only thing they truly understand is extreme violence. Saddam had the Sunni Shias and Kurds under his thumb. Why? Through terrorism. Well, John, are you calling for that being justified? It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is if you want to conquer a people like that, that's the methodology in which you have to actually execute. Israel will do it. America will not. Why? Because America is too weak from progressive policies that have infected our military and for, honestly, our Congress, our government. Being over in Iraq and Afghanistan, folks, I can tell you America was not suited for that because our leaders were nutless. They would not take the handcuffs off and let us do what needed to be done. Instead, we had to position ourselves as the British during the American Revolution and stand out there and just get gunned down in the field because that's the rules, even though they didn't follow the rules. They didn't don enemy prison or enemy um, uniforms. In the olden days, the rules of land warfare were if you do not uh, wear an, a uniform and you're captured, you have no POW rights. Did you know this? Many of you probably didn't know this. If you don't wear a, an actual identifying uniform and you engage in conflict, you forfeit all your prisoner of war rights. You can be executed on the spot. Now, do we do that anymore? Absolutely not. Why? Because we'll be executing every single one of those people we capture in Afghanistan. A lot of people don't know that. America doesn't fall because America is nutless. We don't, we don't do, we, we can't fight wars like this anymore. Why? Because all the liberals, all the liberals get up in arms, they start screaming, oh, it's so hard. Yeah, war is horrible. It's disgusting. It should be, it honestly should be the last method which is used. Diplomacy first, no matter what. You've got to let diplomacy have its chance and use it as a, just war, folks. I know I'm kind of all over the place today. I'm really tired. I'm still pretty sick, but war should be the last alternative. But if it's the only alternative left, then, bro, it's it's weapons free. No holds barred. You go in there and you do what you got to do. This two in the heart, one in the mind, or hearts and minds, it doesn't work. You cannot reason with these people. You cannot negotiate. What happened in Afghanistan? Well, guess what? You got to love this. How the billions, the billions of dollars in actual money and weaponry that we left the Taliban from an expedited withdrawal that was just executed at such an amateur level has now created an actual Taliban military. Now, what I mean by that is an actual Taliban. They have helicopters. They have our M4s. They have our technology. So what does the Taliban do? They've already come out with a statement saying, if anybody will get us 
from Afghanistan to Israel, we will join this fight. Way to go, Joe Biden. Way to go, George Bush Jr. Great job. Folks, do you now see how actions that happened 10, 20, 30 years ago involving the Middle East and American interventionism still comes back to bite us in the ass? And not just us, our allies. I'm sure Israel is sitting there really appreciating the war that we did with Afghanistan. And now the Taliban are saying, hey, we're joining this bad boy. And if you think they're the only ones, you're sadly mistaken. This is, for those that don't know, this is the biggest attack Hamas has conducted against Israel in this capacity, outside of war, declaring actual war. But I believe now war has actually been declared. Oh, and happy Columbus Day, apparently. I don't know if we're allowed to say that because, you know, supposedly Columbus was such a racist, genocidal maniac. Today's Columbus Day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I see all the Italians making their posts. Bafangola. All the Italians are out there being proud of being Italian. <clears throat> God bless the Italians. At least they didn't start any uh, wars in the Middle East. Well, there's that whole Mussolini thing in World War II. But, you know, who pays attention to that? <laughs> all right. Live updates. Israel orders a complete siege of Gaza Strip following Hamas terrorist attack. And they've never seen Palestine and Israel. Netanyahu already told Gaza residents, get out. So, and this is how I love this. This is, it is such a massive propaganda war. It is such a massive propaganda push because what Netanyahu did was probably kind of like the right thing. It's like, tell the civilians, hey, this is where the terrorists are hiding out. So if you're innocent, get out because we're leveling it. Does it suck? Yes, it does. Why should an innocent family that is living in Gaza that has nothing to do with this war, they just want to be left alone, but unfortunately has, uh, Hamas has taken over, they're everywhere, and ultimately it's the innocent that have to pay for the actions of these Islamic terrorists. Damn Shiites. So Netanyahu goes out there and says, hey, get out, we're coming in. The Palestinians have already, already taken the approach of saying they're murdering men, women, and children. Israel is. Well, first of all, um, well, you kind of did it to them. So they're going to do it back to you. And then they say, you know, it just goes back and forth. This is a never-ending cycle, this repetitious cycle of you murder me, I murder you, you murder me, I murder you. Fair enough. That's what they're going to do. But secondly, Netanyahu did tell them to get out. He actually gave you a warning and you didn't listen. So what did you expect to have happen? It's kind of like when you see these hurricane victim survivors, like when Rita and Katrina were coming in and everybody's like, you know, the governments, state governments and state officials are like, hey, get out, get out, leave, go somewhere. And then they get stranded. Then they have to go get rescued. I don't feel bad for those people. You rolled the dice. You wanted to play stupid. You lost. You wanted to keep your, your women and children there, your families there. Netanyahu says we're sending 100,000 soldiers, 100,000 soldiers. And what happens? Propaganda starts spilling out there. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't understand where you want us to feel bad. It sucks. Don't get me wrong, but you were warned. You rolled the dice. Oh, you know, they said they're going to level it. So I don't know what you want me to tell you. These people can't afford to leave. It's your life or death, bro. You can sit there and play the sympathy violin all you want, but I will take my family and go down the road, get out. We'll figure, but if we stay, we're probably going to die. If I leave, it's going to suck, but my chances of survivability have gone drastically up. 
I'm not sitting there. Stop trying to position this as if there's like some kind of good outcome. There's not a good outcome no matter how you look at it. But the outcome that should be pursued is survivability. <coughs> Excuse me. So I don't want to hear that. Grab what you got. Get out. That's just the way it is. It's the facts of war. So Israel Defense Minister Yoav Gallant has approved a complete siege of the Gaza Strip following Hamas's massive terror attack of the Jewish state, which has killed 800 people. Now, this is actually, um, it's actually gone up. They said upwards of like 11 to 1,200 people, 2,500 more wounded. According to reports, State Department spokesman Matt Miller has confirmed the death of uh, nine U.S. citizens. There are over 100 hostages. Now, people have asked, you see a lot of Republicans that I thought were like anti-war are now coming out saying, well, hey, they killed Americans. Now we need to go. No, sorry. No, those Americans went there on their own. You knew what you were doing. You knew the area. You know that is a war-torn country. Granted, it's not like, you know, Iraq or Afghanistan where there's a lot of shooting. Baby. There's terrorist attacks that happen every so often. But you do have to understand that's part of it. And in fact, they were there attending a peacetime concert. They knew about the atrocities committed on both sides. So no, that is not a reason for America to get involved in this war because nine Americans that were killed at a peace concert. You rolled the dice. Now, if they were targeted specifically because they were Americans, which I don't think they were. Hamas came over there. If you've seen the footage, they were over there just walking the streets, gunning down anyone they could see. And truth be told, I think Hamas knew this is a suicide mission. They knew there was no return. There was like, it seemed like there were two different fronts. There was a front for the invasion and a front for a snatch and grab. They took a lot of prisoners. <coughs> Excuse me. They took a lot of prisoners. Men, women, children, murdered women. Didn't matter. It's disgusting, but I don't think those images should be blurred out. I think people should see them to see the atrocities of what war is really about, because I think a lot of people have forgotten. Matt Miller has confirmed the death of nine U.S. citizens. There are over 100 hostages being held in Gaza by Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, according to the Israeli prime minister's office. In response to the attack, the Israeli Air Force has struck at least 1,000 terror targets in Gaza. Iran reportedly assisted in the planning and approval of the attack. Of course they did. And, of course, we're giving them money. We gave them money for a prisoner swap. Again, this is why America cannot fight the war in the Middle East like it needs to be fought. Why? We've already negotiated with terrorists. It happened under Obama. It's happened under Biden. We don't have the balls to fight this war like it needs to actually be fought, which we shouldn't even be involved in to begin with. The fact that we went to Iraq, Afghanistan, it was a dumb move. We had no business being over there. But c'est la vie. Instead, politicians declare war, or actually it wasn't even a formal declaration of war. Politicians say, we're going to go and we're going to send your sons and daughters. They're going to the ones that go fight and die. Yeah, we're not. We're going to come back here. We're going to legislate. We're going to increase the federal government. We're going to strip away the rights of the people, spy on them more than ever. And nothing happens to these people. George Bush Jr., anything, anything happened to him? No, not, not a thing. Not a thing. He gets up there and he does his little speech where he accidentally mistakes Ukraine for Iraq. Everybody just laughs it off. Oh, 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 so funny. Bush stands, a lot of blood on his hands. Nothing's going to happen to him. He's protected. Folks, the way that you end this is you start protecting yourselves by stop enlisting in this military war machine, the industrial military complex. Stop feeding them bodies. And when they call for a draft, don't go. Because if they don't get the manpower, that's what will happen. But there hasn't been a draft since 73. Mm -mm. In response to the attack, the Israeli Air Force struck out. 
Britain's foreign ministry is denouncing Hamas's terrorist attack on Israel, saying in a statement that it assaults constitute a dangerous escalation. Bahrain denounces the kidnapping of civilians from their homes as hostages, the statement reads. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken com- appears to have deleted a tweet saying he encouraged Turkey's efforts to negotiate a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. You see, this is the thing that just really aggravated me about this. You saw um, Ilhan Omar, uh, brother lover herself. And don't don't even get it twisted. This woman is a diehard freaking Palestinian Muslim lover. That's what she does. And not that I have beef with Muslims. It's Muslim terrorists that I just don't really care for. Fought against them for four and a half years. I have a little bit of a beef. A little bit, you know. You can understand, like, the Vietnam veterans had a beef with the Vietnamese, North Vietnamese, or how, you know, the Korean War veterans, World War II, Germany. There's a little bit of beef there. You know, a little bit, a little, a little bit, because the same people are still there operating. These Muslim extremists, these terrorists, absolutely, I don't like them. But Rashida Tlaib gets up there. Or excuse me, Ilhan Omar. They're all the same. They're all terrorist lovers, Muslim uh, terrorist apologists. And she gets up there. I love, I simply love the stance that these women take. I have seen nothing but dumb takes from these women since they've been in Congress. And why they're in Congress, I have no idea. But she gets up there and she says, like, oh, this is horrible. We need a ceasefire immediately. We do? We do? Israel just took mass casualties. They took mass casualties. Over a thousand murdered. To include women and children. And now you want to say, wait a minute, hold up. We need no 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 no. We need to see no, absolutely not. Israel has every right to defend itself. And that's what I love about these conspiracy theorists. They go out there, it's like Israel's doing this so they can get more. How come none of these conspiracy theorists are actually condemning the causation of the attack on this term? Hamas? No, they're not saying it's the Jews, it's the Jews. Now we can have conversations on Jewish nepotism. I'm not against that. I encourage it. To say there are people in power that are Jewish that favor other Jewish people. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. Of course it exists. And it should be talked about. But in this situation, to sit there and say that Israel does not have the right to defend itself, I'm sorry, you're full of shit. They absolutely do have the right to defend themselves. Whether you like it or not. Just like... Palestine has a right to defend itself. If Israel is doing all the things that Palestine claims they're doing, then of course they have the right to defend themselves. So what's the difference here? That's why I say America shouldn't get involved. Now, as far as Muslim terrorists, I hate them, regardless of which side they're on. So go Israel. Why? Because they will fight the war the way it needs to be fought. That's my position. Do I want to interject ourselves? No. Do I want to see more Muslim extremists dead? Absolutely yes. Absolutely. These... And here's the thing. These aren't just the enemies of Israel. What people fail to understand, what people really fail to understand, are these are the same groups of people that will murder you because you are not Islamic. You do not believe in Allah or the Prophet Muhammad. That's what they will resort to doing. So the West needs to wake the hell up and understand this is a global issue that has been going on since the dawn of time. And honestly, it's not going to stop anytime soon either. It says in the Bible, children of Ishmael. But it doesn't mean you back down. But Israel, I believe, does have the balls to fight this thing the way it needs to be fought. That's where I stand.
But of course, in saying anything of what I've said, suddenly I'm a Jew lover. Oh, you love the Jews, John. You're sipping for the Jews. That's what anti-Semites really try and do. They try and pressure you through social media, especially Twitter, especially the Groyper little fucking nerds out there. Goyim, you sound like you're a glowy. I don't speak peasant. I'm sorry. I don't understand your lingo. I find you people to be completely retarded, truth be told. You're a bunch of internet nerds. That's all you are. That's all you really are. Fair enough. That's all you're going to do. And if you don't like what I'm saying, come stop me. I make enemies on both sides. The Jew haters, Muslim extremists, fuck them. Don't care. Uh, so I love how Ilhan Omar gets out there and says, well, guys, also, before Russia, res or Russia, Jesus, before Israel responds, remember, Palestine doesn't have an Iron Dome. They don't have the, they don't have any, uh, 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 every excuse under the sun, every excuse under the sun they make to try and stop a potential counterattack. That's what Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, that's what their intention is. They're not coming out right and saying it like, hey, don't stop or don't attack us. Why? They want to save Muslim lives. So that's their way. They're fence-sitting to a degree, but it's kind of like the mom of a bully whose her bully son goes out and punches somebody in the face, and he comes back to get his revenge, and then she's like, oh, no, no, please don't hurt my little boy. Ah, uh, no. Your little boy's got some pain coming to him. I believe the, the term was coined by Socrates. You may have heard this. I don't know, but it's a very famous quote from Socrates in regards to this situation. And it goes, it was, um, he said, you fuck around and you find out. I believe that was, that was Socrates, wasn't it? Or was it Gandhi? I forget. I always get those two confused. <laughs> it's true. You want to sit there and say, oh, don't hurt my people. They didn't mean it. Well, sorry. I mean, actually, I don't really care. Don't really care. I apologize for the congestion, folks. Oh my god. I can only I can only imagine the hatred I'm probably getting in the comments. Goyim. Okay, Goyim. You know the Jew. And here's the thing. I've seen the videos. I know there's a lot of Jews in Israel that do not like Christians. I know that. But neither do the Muslims. <laughs> it's, you're not gonna find a good side in this. You're just not. Now you can have your biblical, you can have your theological beliefs, which I do. I do believe Israel is a chosen people. I do believe the 144,000, the, the tribes of Benjamin are Abraham. I do believe it. But from a political standpoint, and especially involving other taxpayers and our money, my support is we should stay the hell out of it. That's it. That's all there is to it. It's not our problem. We are an ally. Yes. But I get to the point where it's just like, to what, to what level, to what extent are we going to interfere in the affairs of the world while right now America has a southern invasion, an economy in shambles, a political race coming up that honestly is going to turn more Americans against each other than ever before, I feel. So this Israel thing, it sucks. It does. Lives lost, innocent lives lost, quite honestly. It's horrible. Children being murdered. I mean, come on. But folks, this is the reality of war. This is what's going on over there. Netanyahu may begin ground invasion of Gaza, tells Biden we have to go in. This was three hours ago. Um, Netanyahu has basically said there is now a unified Israeli government. They were split before, but they've become unified, of course, and saying that we will, we're going to combat this. Netanyahu said we're committing over 100,000 Israeli defense forces to go in on a ground operation and just basically blow it off the map. 
Uh, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu told President Biden that Israel has no choice but to move forward with the ground operation in Gaza following unprecedented attacks by Hamas terrorists. Good for him. And Biden even saying anything is kind of like, that's funny, to tell you the truth. Um, what does Biden get to tell him? He's, he's asleep half the time. President Biden, mean, come on, dude. Like, Biden's saying anything about this. What, what would he have to say? He doesn't know. He doesn't even know where he's at half the time. He gets his ass kicked by stairs. Let's just be honest about this. Biden telling Israel how to handle this, that's laughable at best. Biden is the last one to go to when consulting anybody about uh, military operations. He's the last dude to go to. And I, th I thought that was really funny. Uh, the pair of leaders spoke on the phone Sunday morning, and Netanyahu told Biden, we have to go in, according to Axios. The Israeli leader has, uh, has provided uh, previously said that the war against Hamas will be long and difficult. It will be. We need to restore deterrence, Netanyahu added to Biden. We cannot negotiate now. Israeli officials say at least 800 people were killed in Hamas, uh, devastating in Hamas's devastating ground attack and rocket barrage on Saturday, with 2,000 more wounded. Hamas-run authorities in Gaza say some 560 people there have been killed in Israeli counterattacks. Now, again, remember, propaganda on both sides on this one. There's a lot of propaganda out there. The numbers are going to get inflated. And one of the first casualties of war, as many of you know, is truth. Both sides are going to lie. All sides are going to lie. America lied. Afghanistan lied. Everybody lies. There is nobody out there telling you the truth. Nobody. So all these numbers you're seeing, just got to remember that. Hamas has also taken more than 100 hostages, some of whom are likely foreign nationals. It's a big deal. There was a German mom who was killed. There's nine Americans. It's, it's a lot. Here's the other shocker. 12 rockets fired from Lebanon into Israel as Hezbollah threatens to join the... Bro, Hezbollah's already in this war. Let's stop pretending otherwise. Israel's defending itself against Arabs from all sides. Used to be Egypt, Lebanon, Iraq. I mean, come on. Prior to the British occupation. And then the Brits started seeing all the attacks from all the surrounding Arabs. They're like, you know what? I say, George, maybe a good time to retreat. And they're like, deuces, we're out. We can't handle this. Even the Brits were like, no. No. But then here comes America just stomping along on our Yankee Doodle Dandy way saying, well, you know, the others couldn't do it, but we can. How'd that work out for us? I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Over 5,000 rockets, they said, were fired. That's a lot. That is a lot. Israel's military is deployed against Hamas terrorists are in and around Gaza in southern Israel, but the threat of Hezbollah would come from Israel's northern border. Hezbollah fired rockets into Israel earlier this weekend, leading to swift airstrikes from the Israeli military. Now, my question is, did America attack Palestine to trigger a response? And I'm pretty sure what you're going to get is, yes, they did. And then Israel's going to claim we did this attack in retaliation from attack from Hamas. It goes back and forth nonstop. Well, I'm doing it. it do, honestly, here it is. This is what it feels like. This is the Hatfields and McCoys. Of the Middle East. The, the, this is the Arab Hatfield McCoys. Stay out of it. That's that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like to me. You killed my kin after you killed my brother. I would do an Arab accent, but it always comes off as Indian, so I'm not even going to do that. Indians don't even, yeah. 
Amir Aviv, CEO of the Israeli Defense and Security Forums, told Fox News Digital that he was surprised that Hamas attacked on Saturday. Uh, on Saturday, was not coordinated with Hezbollah or that Hezbollah did not take advantage of the events unfolding to also attack Israel. Aviv said that Hezbollah's failures to join forces with Hamas could have been due to an Iranian desire to keep the Shiite group intact for future confrontations. If both groups attacked Israel together, he theorized they may end up being destroyed and leaving Iran more vulnerable. Iran is no friend of America. Don't get it twisted. They are not. Another reasoning behind why Hezbollah didn't attack at the same time is they wanted to keep this thing top secret. The more people you get involved, the more likelihood that your threat's going to be discovered and then thwarted. Hamas begins threatening to begin broadcasting executions of Israeli hostages. <laughs> I love all the Palestinians out there talking about, oh, this is horrible. Israelis capturing hostages and killing blah, blah, blah. Did you not see what Hamas did? When you have an attack that big, folks, there must be blood. There must be a retaliation. But isn't it interesting how instead the blame goes to those that are retaliating in defense, but not to those that initiated? Weird. Weird how that works. A spokesman for the Al-Qassam Brigades, a branch of Hamas, warned in an interview with Al Jazeera that the group would begin killing one hostage for each Israeli airstrike that lands in Gaza. What did I say on Twitter? My God, I called this. I called this. Everybody talking about all the footage and uh, photos of the Hamas prisoners being shown. Oh, it's dastardly, I say. All this pearl clutching and grandstanding from people. This is not the way you fight a war. What are we going to do? with the hostages they have, and we're showing them what we're doing to theirs. Bro, folks, do you know the reason why we didn't negotiate with terrorists? I'll tell you. If Israel negotiated a ceasefire because of the hostages Hamas took, Hamas wins. They know. We, we saw the five American prisoners taken by Iran. And the precedents that we have now set, mark my words, folks, Russia did it. Brittany Grenier, that worthless trans fruitcake. Russia does it. And what happens? We make a trade. Merchant of death. Great job. Great job. So what are they going to do? Every single country out there is beginning to get Americans because they know the government will pay. Especially, especially if you're a black female. Did I say the quiet part out loud? Oh, I'm sure I did. I need to get like a voiceover to do my intro. Like you've never heard him before. Conservative talk. I'm not even conservative. I'm more of a conservatarian. Constitutionalist. Israel is yet to respond to the ultimatum, but the Israeli defense forces have deployed tens of thousands of troops to the area around Gaza. Last report that I read is basically they've blockaded them. Uh, no, no, nothing going in, nothing going out. It's basically, it's a, it's a siege. You've got a siege. I foresee a lot of these countries are going to attack Israel's siege. They're going to get in there and try and break, make a way through, punch a hole through. Because I'm telling you right now, the way it's sounding is they want to go in there and level the Gaza Strip. They want to go in there and level it. Biden agrees to pay $6 billion ransom to Iran for five U.S. hostages. President Joe Biden and his administration agreed to send a $6 billion payment to the nation of Iran today in exchange for five American citizens that the terrorist state has been holding hostage. 
Folks, we do not have leaders in the White House that can actually handle these issues the way they need to be handled. Over in Israel, if you're taken hostage by Hamas, you're done. That That's it. You're going to die. Israel is not going to negotiate until the very end. And if you make it through, that's great. And what would you call it when you go into a country, you engage, you kill over 2,000 or 1,200, whatever the case, you take hostages, and then when the same country you attack tries to retaliate, you say, well, if you retaliate, I'm going to murder some of your hostages. That's pretty terroristic of you. But people are supporting Palestine on this one, which is just funny to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Palestine isn't represented by Hamas. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. President Joe Biden's decision to trade $6 billion for five American citizens unlawfully detained in Tehran isn't just the largest hostage ransom payment in America. It's also the second phase of an unacknowledgement, an unacknowledged agreement with Tehran that stretches to the Ayatollah's position in the Middle East and fees the regime to cross the nuclear weapons threshold at a time of its choosing. Americans need to brace themselves for the consequences, consequences of both realities. So five hostages just help fund their nuclear program. That's awesome. We, we've got the best leadership out there that has the ability to make the tough calls, but instead we succumb to the cries of the civilian populace that just don't know what they're doing. Incredible. So we pay $6 billion in ransom. How many more lives could be saved by cutting off that southern border, reinvesting in infrastructure, rebounding a lot of these businesses that these COVID lockdowns have destroyed? It just once again proves, folks, the government has no business interjecting itself. They never make anything better. They always make it 10 times worse. Every single time. Iranian security officials helped Hamas plan terrorist attack on Israel. We know this. In the wake of the horrific attack on Israel, which has left over 700 dead, reports have surfaced that Iranian security officials helped the terrorist organization Hamas plan the strike for weeks. Iranian security officials helped plan Hamas' Saturday surprise attack on Israel and gave the green light for the assault and a meeting in Beirut last Monday, according to senior members of Hamas and Hezbollah, another Iran-backed militant group. Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard, the IRGC officers, as well as four Iran-sponsored terrorist groups, including Hamas, reportedly attended meetings in Beirut where the operation had been planned. U.S. officials have said that they have not seen evidence of Tehran's direct... But what about... Wait! I, well, hold on! You... <coughs> You mean this was planned and strategized like an actual military op? No. No. And you tell me their operational security was so tight that Israel didn't know about it? No, that's impossible. Therefore, it must have been staged. Or maybe they pulled off an attack that had very good operational security. How do I know that? It keeps happening. We've done the same thing. We've had the same thing done to us many times. Sometimes you catch it. Sometimes you don't. If you don't, that doesn't automatically quantify it as some conspiracy that the governments want to take over and do more. And the way that proves wrong is Israel has gone into Gaza for much less, a single soldier. Israel does not negotiate with terrorists. So people out there screaming conspiracy theories because of the Jews, you don't know what you're talking about. You think you do. You think you understand how the military operations work, but you really don't. In fact, all you're really doing is just pushing anti-Semitism and, again, cloaking it in this idea of conspiracy theorism to try and say, well, wait a minute. This could be them trying to get more power. All right. Sure it is. Okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> just tired of hearing this ignorance. 
But I mean, that's Twitter, though. That's Twitter. That's what you get to see. How did Tweet go viral? Bumped me from like 2,000 followers to 8,000 followers. Like, welcome back. I'll get banned again eventually. <laughs> I'll enjoy it while it lasts, I suppose. It's JohnBurg39 on Twitter, by the way, if you want to follow him. We've not seen evidence that Iran directed or was behind this particular attack, but there is certainly a long relationship. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said on CNN, this dude's worthless. We don't have any information of this. Iran has come out and said it. <coughs> I apologize, folks. I'm sorry I'm so sick. Um, Iran declares victory after Palestinian proxy slaughters hundreds of Israelis. Well, Blinken... I think that tells you enough right there. Why, folks, the, uh, we have such JV leaders in our government. A literal blind monkey could do better than what we've got in our current government. It is pathetic. This is this is not an this is not America's best. We have performative politics. It, it's just gotten to the point where it's so annoying. It is so annoying. And thank you, Pink. I I do plan on drinking some tea after this. I feel like complete crap. Iran declares victory after Palestinian proxy slaughters hundreds of Israelis. Iranian President Ibrahim Resi declared victory after a day in which its Palestinian terror proxy Hamas carried out a massive terrorist attack that killed hundreds of innocent civilians in Israel and injured thousands more. Iran funds and arms Hamas, which has ruled Gaza ever since a coup in 2007, it also funds and arms other groups, notably Palestinian Islamic Jihad, which attacked earlier Israel earlier this year unsuccessfully. Iran's President Ibrahim Raisi speaks with leaders of Palestinian terror groups. Hamas and Islamic Jihad officials, media say, a day after Hamas launched a surprise attack on Israel. Raisi discusses the development in Palestine in separate phone calls with Ziyadah al-Nakhalala, Secretary General of the Islamic Jihad Movement, and Ismail Henya, Ahead of the Hamas Political Bureau, state news agency RNA reported without giving further detail. He says, and I quote, I'm congratulating this great and strategic victory, which is a serious warning to all compromise, excuse me, <clears throat> all compromises in the region. He adds in a letter to the Hamas and Islamic Jihad, referably, or referring presumably to Arab countries that have normalized ties with Israel. Um, the Palestinian terror attack happened on Jewish holiday of Shemimi Atzeret. I'm probably butchering that. The final day of the annual High Holy Day cycle. There was a reason that they picked that day. There's a reason they picked that day. And if you know why we always had stand to in the military, you know what stand to was? When you'd stand, you'd plus up your fortifications right at dusk or dawn. You know why? That's when most enemies would attack, especially during the Indian Wars. That's when Indians would most likely attack. We did it during the uh, Revolutionary Battle from Texas, San Jacinto, stuff like that. So they picked the holy day when Israel's defense is probably going to be a little bit lowered. Complacency kills, folks. Complacency kills. And that's something that we got to watch out for. Even here, even here in America, we're getting complacent. It's true. We're getting very complacent. Excuse my sniffles, folks. Ugh, I just feel completely like poo. Complacency is going to be the number one killer of Americans. All right, take a little break real quick. We got to do this. Uh, got this little ad read here. 
If you're not checked out our shirts, go to johnburke.com if you like the show so far. Got some really great shirts to choose from. We got the Hogan Flair 2024, Tartan Feather 2024, or the All-American Savage show stays on during sex. Getting these shirts are like 24 bucks, 24.99. You want to support the show, go right ahead. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, it's over on uh, johnburke.com, allamericansavageshow.com. And I also want to draw your attention to our company, shellshockcbd.com. Look, you're looking to get high? Well, hey, I'm a libertarian. Do what you want. Your body, your choice, right? Easy liberals. I don't mean murdering the unborn. Not that far. We've got Delta 8 and Delta 9. What are these going to do? These are, yes, this will get you high, folks. I am not lying to you about this. This is true. If you're wanting to get those euphoric effects of feeling weightless and happy, and you get a little bit of the munchies too. I'm not going to lie on this one. Check us out. We've got vapes. We've got gummies. We've got stativa. We've got indica. We even got chocolate. We have, and I'm telling you, the chocolate hits you harder than anything you've ever felt. It is incredible. <laughs> it's incredible we got the asteroid heart candy we got vape cartridges we also have sleepy time gummies that are not with that have no cbd or excuse me no thc we have cbd products thc free all of our products are third-party tested what does that mean it means that we send it out to our lab and they tested to make sure every ingredient that we want in this thing is in there with no additives that we don't want in there. What do I mean by that? When we basically test our isolate THC, or excuse me, our isolate CBD, we want to make sure there is no THC in there so that if you partake and you consume, you can do with a clear mind, a peaceful mind, knowing there is no THC in that product. Folks, we have not had one customer pop on a drug test that took our THC products. It's impossible. It's impossible. Again, check them out. It is shellshockcbd.com. We've got the rack out gummies. This is what I took last night. These are 15 milligrams of CBD with five milligrams of melatonin per gummy. These, I call them the Cardi B gummies. They're going to knock you the hell out. These will put you to sleep, folks. These will put you to sleep and keep you asleep. I took too much. I slept through my alarm, but I will say I woke up feeling groggy, but I'm not tired. I will tell you that right now. Again, we got a bag of 30 count right here. It is 44, 45 bucks for a month's worth. What does a quality night's sleep mean to you? How much are you willing to spend? Folks, you break it down. It's like a buck 30, buck 50 a night to achieve a good night's sleep. Would you pay that? I would. If it guaranteed me a good night's sleep, absolutely. Hey, maybe you got a nagging wife. You just wanted to shut the hell up. There you go. Doper to sleep. Ah, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Or maybe you do. It's up to you. Anyway, <laughs> we got the rack out gummies. We got fallout gummies. What is this? This is basically just CBD gummies for relaxation. There is no THC. This will not get you high. This will not make you sleepy. This is just going to help you actually relax. Just going to help you relax. It's going to chill you out. Maybe you're stressed. That's what it is. And we have our topical CBD line. This is, again, our topical thunder. Menthol mixed with CBD. There is no THC. It helps with things like arthritis, inflammation, skin issues such as eczema. This stuff is... And folks, if you think I'm barking up the right or I'm full of crap, go look up the studies on CBD. Go look them up. Harvard Medicine everywhere. It's everywhere. What we're not going to say is, oh, CBD cures cancer. That's not true. It's not what it's for. Inflammation, pain, stress, anxiety. And also, folks, we have our dog treats. Athena loves these. Dog treats, 30 treats, 10 milligrams of CBD treat per bag. One gram, or excuse me, one treat per 50 pounds. And these are great for pain, uh, hip dysplasia, uh, anxiety, separation anxiety, especially for your pets. So, folks, go check them out. Shellshockcbd.com. Support a veteran-owned company made right here in America. We love you. We appreciate you. It's because of you that we continue to do this show. Your support of the company. You guys are incredible. And we ship to all 50 states. Did you know that? We ship all of these products to all 50 states. So go check them out while you got the chance. All right, let's get back to the news, folks. 
You got to love this. Oh, my God. You got to love this. Queers for Palestine. You got to admit that Americans are some of the stupidest people out there, right? We are. Mainly the youth. Maybe the youth, the college youth. Some of the dumbest people out there. Well, apparently these protesters get together. I think this is in America. I mean, they look American. I mean, the dude looks beta. The women look ugly. They got some weird butch looking haircuts. Half of them are probably, you know, lesbians out there. But th this is what you get. This is the stupid people here. They're college educated. I say that with parentheses or air quotes because, you know, they're some of the stupidest people out there. You know how kids are. You go to college, you think you know everything. In fact, you really don't know anything. Um, this is Queers for Palestine, USYD Queer Action Collective. Queers for Palestine. That's like saying chickens for KFC. That's like saying, I, I don't know, seafood for Red Lobster. It doesn't make any sense. But folks, that's what happens when you have a younger generation that is indoctrinated and educated, might I add, by professors that are equally as stupid and inexperienced at life that have never been around the world. They live in a safety bubble of ignorance. And what do they do? They indoctrinate these little waterheads. And that's how the cycle continues. And folks, that's why we have the Democrat Party. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. I'm never wrong. I might not be right, Private, but by God, I'm never wrong. <laughs> I saw that, man, and I, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I thought that was just honestly the funniest thing ever. Queers for, bro, and for those that don't understand why it's funny, is that Palestinians would execute these guys and girls for being gay. They would chuck you off a rooftop, bury you neck deep, and stone your skull. And you're sitting there saying, ah, <laughs> free Palestine. Yeah. Yeah. You remember in Michigan, not like last month, we did, we talked about this on the show. The Muslim Michigan citizens removed all LGBT flags on all their premise, all their, 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 their buildings. And I was like, good for you. Get that gayness out of there. You don't need it. And what happened? All the LGBT comes out, they start pearl clutching. What? Oh my God. I thought we stood with Palestine. I thought we stood because we love the Muslims. The Muslims don't love you. They hate you. They want to see you dead. But great job, I guess. I mean, what do you, I don't, folks, it doesn't even make sense. It defies logic. But you know where they're not protesting this at? In Palestine. Imagine seeing a, a sign like this anywhere in Palestine, Iran, Lebanon. You see something like this, and these dudes are going to walk up on you, and they're going to start spitting on you. They're going to surround you. They're going to start beating you. Next thing you know, you're getting hogtied, and you're getting your throat slit. <laughs> but I'm kind of all for it. Go do it. Put your money where your mouth is, and go do it. Ian Miles Chung, Chung, whatever this Malaysian douchebag's name is. Ian gets out there. He's an influencer over on Twitter. I had to drag this guy. I'm sorry. This guy's a moron. You come out there and you're talking about how America needs to get involved. Bro, you don't even live in America. He's a massive influencer over there. And he, he just spits nonsense. <laughs> spits nonsense. I'm so tired of these influencers coming out there saying the dumbest shit imaginable. And I told him, I was like, here, dude, here's the deal. You believe America should get involved? I will pay for your plane ticket to go enlist in the IDF. Come on, Ian. I will pay for your plane ticket, a one-way plane ticket, to go enlist in their Israeli Defense Force and go fight. Go fight. 
What's stopping you? I think it is the dumbest thing imaginable to call for American American troops to get engaged, to get involved, sending America's sons and daughters to fight a war that we have nothing to do with. But you sit there from the comfort of wherever it is you live in Malaysia, and he's paid, don't get him wrong, he's, he's paid, I think by Russia too, by actually. What do you do? Now they should go fight. Well, why aren't you going enlisting, bro? Why aren't you going to fight? Go pick up a rifle. It's the same argument you can make with anybody that supports the war in Ukraine. There ain't nothing stopping you except air and opportunity from hopping the next thing smoking to go over there, pick up a rifle, and go fight. What's stopping you? I'm just curious on this. What's stopping you? I'm sorry for the sniffles, folks. Of course, the conspiracy theorists out there are just, oh, they're loving this, screaming themselves. <sighs> and then Biden, talking about tone deaf, Biden slammed for hosting a barbecue while Hamas holds Americans captive, barbecue first, America last. I mean, oh, as much as I hate Joe Biden, do I think it was smart of him to do it right now? Probably not. But at the same time, you can't stop all operations in America because something bad happens somewhere in the world. Because if that's the case, you're never going to have anything good happen because there's lots of bad things that happen to include in America in and of itself. Children were probably raped and murdered. Well, you shouldn't hold a barbecue. So I kind of feel like um, a little bit of a stretch. But the same side, or same token, you are the president. You are the president. Probably not the like, Give it a week, Maybe. Not the same weekend, I think. Kind of tone deaf, you know? But then again, I do I do understand the other side of like, I don't know. For me, it's like err on the side of caution. Push it a week. But do I think this is worth slamming Joe Biden on? Not to this extent, but I think he's a horrible president. He's a stupid guy. When he kicks the bucket, you know, I would tell people I'd, I'd piss on his grave once he's dead, but I'm never standing in line again after the army. That's just not going to happen. So there's that. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. I don't know. Chat, what do you think? Ah, you're biased too. Don't even, don't even play like you're not. No. What do you think? Chat, what do we think? We think this is uh, tone deaf? You think you should have postponed or was it okay? Sniffles today about the amount of coke I did last night. I don't even do blow. Why would I want to do coke? I have enough energy as it is. I just do THC. And say... Just doing lines with Sniffany. Do you want to see the green phlegm that I'm hocking up? Does this Coke create that? No, it doesn't. At least I don't think it does. Never done it before. Interesting that you know, though. Hmm. Here's the deal. If you want to do Coke, go do it. I don't care. Your body. Go, go, go put one on, buddy. I love that. It's like, oh, he's doing Coke. Who gives a fuck? Don't you believe in freedom? You're not going to shame me, even though I don't do blow. I just, why bother? I'd rather just take a gummy and be happy and chill. But I do like that shame that you try and like push on that. He's doing coke. Bro, you can do heroin for all I care. I don't do what you want. You're not going to shame me. You sound like a boomer. Oh my God. He participated in a marijuana cigarette. Cancel him. Now, if you want to see me worked up, get me on some pre-workout. Then you'll get it. Ah, uh, here we go. U.S. Congresswoman who linked Hamas with U.S. atrocities under attack. Ilhan Omar. Don't get it twisted. This woman is an Islamic terrorist supporter. 
She will do everything she can to advance the Muslim agenda in America and support her counterparts overseas in the Middle East. It's all about the Benjamins, right? She's got a track record. She's got a track record of this, folks. Come on. Saying that she doesn't is just, it's ridiculous. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar shared a post in which media personality Mehdi Hassan warned against indiscriminately killing in Gaza. Hassan, that guy's such a freaking nerd. Killing in Gaza after Hamas launched a brutal terrorist attack against Israel, sending rockets killing her. Hey, guys, hold on. This is Hassan. This is, this is all these nerds. Out there. Hold on. Now, I know that we indiscriminately attacked you, but you shouldn't do that to us. Like, fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> you weak people. You just got to love that. This is her tweet. The one I was referenced before. Reminder, Gaza doesn't have shelters or an iron dome. And to please pray for them. May peace prevail in the region and move us towards a moral awakening to care about the human suffering we are seeing. Palestinians are human beings who have been in besieged areas. Or I'm sorry. Palestinians are human beings who have been in besieged and are deserving of protection from the international community. Why weren't you saying this about Israel? I do love the juxtaposition here, but it's not like on the nose. It's, it's, it's more simplified. It's like, look guys, Oh, it's horrible, but feel bad for it. You know, Palestine, the innocent people you have said time and time again, you hate Israel. You have said that. And now you want to fence sit on this or posture as if you're fence sitting projected to the people. But really you're behind closed doors with a sheet of going, Oh, praise be Allah. More Jews murdered the better. Come on, man. If I have to pick between Jews or as Muslims, I'm going with Jews every single time, every single time. That's my personal opinion. If you don't like it, I don't care. He's a goyim. He's a Jew lover. I'm just saying, if you're forcing me to choose between the two, I'm going with the Jews. I've been around them both. I prefer the Jews. But ultimately, I just don't want to get involved. But I do like how Rashida Tlaib goes out there. Or Ilhan, I, I keep confusing these two morons. They're all the same. Except Rashida didn't bang her brother. So, And again, here's, here's a squad. It's like minority-minded women are just as stupid as anybody. It's like those same people that protest, you know, queers for Palestine. Fellow Democrats, fellow Democrats shreds squad members, Tlaib Bush, glorifying the largest single day mass murder of Jews since the Holocaust. Richie Torres slammed fellow Democrats, Cory Bush and Rashida Tlaib over reprehensible and repulsive comments they made on the current conflict in Israel. Tlaib and Bush and other members of the group referred to as the squad they have come under fire before over accusations of anti-Semitism. As the conflict unfolded over the week, Tlaib issued a statement referring to Israel as an apartheid state or apartheid government that created the suffering. Here's the thing. There is actually, if Israel was an apartheid nation, it would be just Jews, but it's not. There's other people living within Israel that are of non-Jewish descent. It's okay, whatever. As the conflict unfolded, uh, created the suffering which led to the resistance by Hamas. Talib demanded the United States stop providing, providing billions in unconditional funding to, key, to the key ally. And Representative Bush released similar comments demanding the U.S. stop supporting Israel. Oh, God. I have to agree with them to a degree. 
But Israel does provide us a lot of good things out there as far as a back and forth. It's not one way with Israel. Anybody that actually has an educated take on this knows that the amount of intelligence that we get from Israel is a foothold in the Middle East, yada, yada, yada. But that's why a lot of people were calling for our current presence in the Middle East in bases like Iraq and Afghanistan to where we basically don't become so reliant upon Israel. Fair enough. I get that. But at the same time, you're still involving yourself in foreign conflicts in the Middle East. I get both sides of that. But yeah, the funding of Israel, unconditional, I'm sorry. No, don't agree with that either. Can people, can people actually understand that position of saying, I believe Israel has every right to defend itself, but not with our money? That's, that's our money, folks. That's not my war. Now, I understand the theological beliefs that are tied into this. I get it. You got a lot of monotheistic battles going on over there because religion, I think, trumps everything. That's the reasoning behind it. But I don't want to get involved. America's got bigger fish to fry. I'm sorry we do. Now, I'm not going to sit there and say that we don't have secondary and tertiary, tertiary ripple effects from this war economically throughout the world. Of course we do. But to a degree, does that mean you want to go fight and die for this? You want your ten? No, I disagree. I disagree. Does that mean I hate Jews? Not at all. I don't believe in funding France. Do I suddenly hate the French? You see, this is why there's so many stupid people on Twitter that just don't understand this back and forth. They just don't get it. And you try and explain it. It's like, oh, you're a Jew lover or you hate Muslims or you hate, you, you hate Jews and you love Muslims. It's, oh, my God. <coughs> the positioning isn't so black and white anymore, folks. There's a massive gray area that people need to understand. But, of course, you know, the squad comes out there. The squad, the squad's gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make stupid statements. That's what the squad does. And you gotta love this. I'm gonna end this one, end the show on this one because I'm, I'm tired, man. Cernovich, one of the biggest flip floppers on Twitter. This guy panders like nobody I have ever seen pander before. I mean, how do these people get famous? How do these people develop these followings with these just horrific takes? Who, where did Cernovich come from? I see him everywhere. This guy is a moron. He's a moron. <clears throat> hey, listen to this. Listen to this argument, okay? A couple weeks ago, this was tweet. It says, a couple weeks ago, pro-life Christians said there can be no compromise on abortion. That's how important human life is. Now they're saying it's time to starve every Palestinian man and woman and child. Did you really just make that comparison? Did you really just make that comparison? That is the largest false equivalency I have ever seen. <coughs> On one side, they're saying, pro-lifers are saying, that Israel has every right to defend itself. 100%. The fact that men, women, and children were killed is irrelevant. They were attacked, and they have every right to return fire. Cernovich types don't get that. Why? Because they honestly lack the balls to be able to do it. Instead, they'll just they'll tweet. They'll do a little Twitter, little Twitter fingers. I think I blah, 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 blah. Yet, you've got no real-world experience whatsoever. None. The difference there is protecting life for the unborn Basically, it's surrounded in the context of people should not be able to murder children to duck responsibilities of having sex and getting knocked up versus defending yourself in war. 
And most of the pro-life movement is rooted in Christianity, or some religions to a degree. Now, let's look at the Bible. Let's look at Jericho. Look at other things that God told him to go in there and slaughter him. Cernovich is one of the stupidest people I've ever seen on Twitter. This guy's a moron. I don't know why people follow him. The false equivalency in this statement is just, it, it reeks of just extreme ignorance. This guy's a moron. To sit there and say pro-lifers cannot believe in death because you're pro-life, that's in relation to the unborn versus those that come in and murder your family. So my question is to Cernovich is if your family was murdered, what would you do about it? Because by your testament, if you're pro-life, you can't do anything about it. There is no, there's no retaliation. Fair enough. Uh, we call those people bitches, cowards. That's what you are. Hate these people. Stupid. Eh, that's what you get. That's what you get. You want a fence ride. You don't want to take a hard stance. Take a hard stance for once. Stop being a bitch. Take a hard stance. Stand for something in your life outside of being dumb. Oh, my God. This guy is just, his takes are horrendous. Just, uh, anyway. Well, folks, that does it today for the All-American Savage Show podcast. I appreciate you tuning in today. I am feeling kind of like under the weather. We're going to go home early, get packing, get a move into the new house. We appreciate your love and support. Hey, if you've not done so, go check us out at shellshockcbd.com. We appreciate all the new viewers and new followers. Normally, my partner Josh is here with me, and we discuss issues. Josh is pro-Trump. I'm not. We have a really good discussion on this air. A lot of great disagreements. Fridays, we take calls. So if you're new to the podcast, we really appreciate that. If you could, go over to iTunes or wherever the podcast is downloaded at. It's on all platforms. Give us a thumbs up. Leave us a review. That helps us out tremendously uh, because you know why? We need more um, actual common sense voices out there that aren't bought and paid for by one political organization or another. We're not paid for by anybody. We are not funded. We have our own business. We fund ourselves. And that's, we, that's why we stand true on our own beliefs. Josh is different than mine, but we, we make it work. It's a great time. So until tomorrow, folks, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. It's fall is finally here. Oh, it feels amazing. And before, let me just pause the music real quick. Uh, just real quick. I do want to tell you this in all seriousness. Um, it does feel like the world is on fire right now. It feels like there's a lot of stuff going on. If you've been on your phone like I have, you've seen what has continuously been happening and happening in the Middle East. You see what's happening in America. But folks, I will say, take some time, put the phone down, walk away from it. Be with your family, be with yourself, go to the gym, exercise, take care of yourself, touch grass, breathe in the air, enjoy this beautiful fall weather. I hope it's hitting you. If it's hitting you down, if, it, if it's hitting us in Texas, hopefully it's hitting everybody else everywhere. Because normally it's like balls hot here, ball dropping hot. But now it's in like the 70s. It feels incredible. I rode the bike this morning. Beautiful time, beautiful ride. So I encourage you, don't let the stuff get to you. Don't let it affect you. It's, it's the way it's always been. The war between Palestine and Israel or the, the Jews versus Muslims, it's, it's been going for a very long time. It's going to keep going for a very long time. So Israel has every right to defend itself just like Palestine does. So atrocities are atrocities, atrocities until a ceasefire is called. And some, but again, I mean, dude, it's never going to happen. So, But all right. All right, back to your regular schedule program. Until tomorrow, you stay savage, America. <laughs>